Ooh, welcome back to the cast, ladies and germs. Oh, I didn't hear the lighter flick. <laughs> My bad. Welcome back. <laughs> I was posting more news. That's why I was like... <laughs> we got a lot of news. <laughs> I am so... And that news just pisses me off. Especially I after... I mean, if y'all are really studious to our cast, keep up. You know, I would have put... Actually, no, I didn't put up a Grizzly review. Uh, I put up a Dark Coast review. Never mind. <laughs> But, because I didn't put up a Grizzly review, that will be part of, I guess, this is a small little thing, but after writing New Grizzly, that is just egregious. Because we need more pre-cut track, keep less the wood. type. Keep, because keep the wood. It works. Let me tell you. But uh, welcome back to episode 16, The High Rollers. We got... Like some, I, some big stories. This feels like the beginning. Like we started the cast near the end of, well, like during the holiday season of the park. So nowhere near the main season. Uh, I wonder. We're if this really is, <laughs> getting back into the main season of parks now. I was like, I wonder if this is uh, going to be a normal. Probably will be. Normally, main season has a lot of the a lot of the sauce. But let's see here. Let me actually go to the episode. Yep, we have Worlds of Fun news that just dropped. We have... Dropped today. Yep, Volcano Bay uh, stuff happening. Uh, <clears throat> overseas, a few things with uh, Colossus reopening. Uh, Universe Studios Holly Hollywood. Things happening over there. Uh, well, we got the big thing, too, about Intamin. So. Wait, what happened? Well, there's the big thing with Intamin that ties into... Oh, yes, too. yes, yes. That... Speaking of Intamin, Falcon's Flight, like, there's cranes literally sitting on that cliff. Uh, more Nemesis teasing, uh, ba Batman Gotham City Escape POV, and thoughts from people. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's just basically half of what we got. Um, that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. We're, I'll let you just jump off what you is really burning for you to just talk about right now <laughs> if there's anything uh let's jump right into so this comes out of the buzz bars discord with peterson finding the updated street view images for an intimate track plant in slovakia yes and and there is a lot yeah there's a lot to unpack because there's okay there's at least two tracks i don't know if there was three I, I just know there was a blue one and there was blue orange supports yep. and then there was some that's very similar to the falcon's flight color scheme so that and it looked as thick as like a coaster that would be doing yeah uh, maneuvers and record-breaking elements as it sounds like it would be that really thick that big boy intimate track now it is p now and the the one that I think is really interesting is the blue and orange because it could possibly be the new Ultra Surf model, but it's also possible that it could be Universal Studios Hollywood's roller coaster. Yep, and there's th there's a lot of speculation. First, people thought, "Oh, this is new dragster. Why are they going with this color scheme?" And then people were looking at the Hollywood Studios coaster that was, you know, the the concept yeah. art. And that had very similar color scheme to the blue and orange, if I'm 
from yeah. the clip, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Just about just to help with our analysis of that, it may be the Hollywood. There's well, been tying into that. They've started construction. Yeah. So there's been demolition there. I, I'm not, not started construction, but started demolition and land clearing. And I um, yeah, I I've never been, so I do not know exactly where this is. But um, nor do I. It definitely, if it's some, if it's anything similar to the concept art that has been out for years, uh, it's definitely gonna be a coaster you cannot miss when you walk by it. Um, and it's probably the reason why they have. I mean, it's literally like they're making, they're breaking, they're demolishing into their buildings, like to make like near misses or make it to where, the track can just go right past without compromising the building itself. It's interesting. I don't know. We'll see. We'll keep up with this, obviously, because in theory, quotes, this will be the Universal Studios Hollywood's Velasa, but we don't know if, like, in terms yeah. of forces and all that, if it will be Velasa. But it will be their coaster that is a standout at a Universal Park that seems like all of them have now, but really Universal Studios Hollywood is missing. So, yeah. And uh, if it's Fast and the Furious, I think that is the perfect... Um, the perfect like ride system to use as a coaster that or honestly a triotech like a spider-man or a um a transformers dark ride system in my opinion but yeah no no buses please <laughs> uh but oh you know what I, I this has been eating at me SeaWorld abu dhabi looks absolutely incredible oh it does like and i get so mad knowing granted i know it's funded by abu dhabi i know i know a lot of the government there is helping with that but what's all this price raising it's price hikes for surcharges for these record profits if you're just gonna add coasters okay now i hear pipeline looks great you know it looks great but why can't we have the level of theme like you you disney is next door what is stopping you from also attracting those people that want immersion because i would love that if you guys have not seen uh sea world abu dhabi has opened and it is the i think it's the world's largest aquarium alongside being a theme park and my man, that is a bucketless park immediately. And I can't wait to see the expansion. Manta, their uh, Intamin launch coaster there. That's an actual, like, it's not the, uh, it's not the mock one that they have. Look, it's an actual. Looks a little family coasterish. Okay, I'm hearing it's good. I'm hearing good reviews from it. The roll, the rolls and versions are snappy. They're whippy. They do everything an Intamin likes. Unexpected airtime. All that jazz. So, I see, I see. Yeah, man. Like Abu Dhabi is definitely a place for enthusiasts now. I mean, <laughs> obviously, if you wanted Formula Rosa and some of the other stuff, you had to go. So, yeah. Now it's obviously becoming more of a of a place, and I'm really wondering how far all of those destinations are from each other, because I've heard from looking at a lot of reviews of Australia recently, like, the Gold Coast, you basically have three of the main parks in Australia just, like, within 20 to 30 minutes of each other. So that's kind of crazy to think about for planning and traveling. 
really need to get on DC Rivals. I hear so. nothing but good things, and yeah. I am kind of mad that like, because there there truly is only a thing on overseas. But like, I wish they would do it more over in the states. But like, I want to ride a backward seat. Like, it's probably people say it's the most insane way to ride them. But playing yeah. like 20, 50, 25 on a peak day, that's that's kind of rough. It kind of kind of feels like paying twenty dollars for Tron. <laughs> okay, but that's literally a ride that has been there. It has a queue, right? Tron does not have a standby queue. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Cosmic wait, wait. Rewind doesn't have a standby queue either. No, no, but like they have built a standby queue. Like there's a a queue you walk through to get on the ride, correct? Well, yeah, but you have to either get a virtual yeah, key drop yeah. or pay for a lightning lane. Well, that's what I'm saying. They make these multi take all these years and it's still virtual. Now, Disney is a different thing. Like people are, I don't know if I don't know if other parks really should delve into it as much, but Disney almost needs it for certain experiences. Is are they still doing it on Rise? Or are you able to just wait and ride? Right, rise. You can wait in the standby queue. Okay. It's it's only rewind and um, Tron that don't. So then I really the passage has to standby queue. Yeah, then I don't mind at all then, because like it was basically just like when it was getting in a little in the 2022, we're like, okay, why are you still doing this? <laughs> yeah. Um, but with new rides and and the volume of guests that Disney gets, literally like consistently in the top ten basically dwarving any other park like they're competing with themselves in terms of guests popular like how many guests enter their park they need yeah. it for yeah they they need it like i still think they should have an option to like hey if the queue gets full you know we're gonna hold it off because just give people the option right but <clears throat> uh, yeah I, I i think it's the only parks and resorts that genuinely need that because even though you were saying you uh because we we still got trip reports in this too you were saying that uh, i do when when you went and it was probably before all everyone was out of out of school even even like yes my college like you hit the sweet spot everyone was out of school yes even colleges this, right now yet they were just getting out and this past Memorial weekend Day. this past weekend was i believe like this week is the last week for Florida public schools, so like we timed yeah. it like super good. And then this weekend is Memorial Day weekend, so that's gonna be horrible. <laughs> like Disney on Sunday was perfect, perfecto. Yeah, I generally on holidays, if I am going to a park, it's my home park, and I'm going for a few hours for select things. Like I'm getting food, a few like yeah. one or two rides. And then maybe some new merch if they have it, and I'm dipping. Or for people that need merch. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I try to avoid the parks on holidays. They can be insane. The only one that is honestly a coin flip is 4th of July. Because sometimes everyone yeah. wants to uh, go to a park on 4th of July. And every in some years, everyone's like, nope, we want to do something else. And then you're at the park getting on everything, and you're getting fireworks to yourself. You're like, huh. <laughs> yeah, it, that's, that's important. I remember Six Flags Fiesta Texas for 4th of July. It was not super, super crowded. 
I think I was there last year on Fourth of July. I can't remember, honestly. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, clearly, I try to limit my visits to parks in the Halloween time. I'll go in September before, but right as soon as it hits, like, the peak, like, October, you will see me less in the parks. Unless I am with... I'm actually with more of my uh, not-coaster friends there, because that's when they'll want to go. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. I'll... I-, I am expecting, like, one ride on everything. I get... I am thankful if I get a second ride. Because the park is generally the most slammed on, ho- like... And I wonder what the reason for that is. Like, I guess it's just because the parks go out of their way to theme for Halloween. You know, hey, come here. And people love being scared. But yeah, it is. It it really, I feel like that's where they get most of their money at the end. Where they worry, they're like, oh, just just wait for, wait for the haunt. Wait for Hollow yeah. Scream. <laughs> that's where we got our return on investment. Like, it has to be. Like, King's Dominion hits damn near close to capacity every year now. On, like, near the end of the season. Um, for Haunt, so. Haunt crowds are insane. Yeah, like. And it really sucks, because that's, like, one of the only times you can get, uh, night rides. But now, on Saturdays, if you really want to, go to King's Dominion around, like, 8. Find the right Saturday. And you can still get some... You get night rides on Intimidator. Be waiting like a train or two. It's just the other so rides glad. in the park. So glad we have good hours this year. Yep. And I cannot wait to try uh, Grizzly at night, even though I've heard that some of the lights are still on in the back, but it's still good. I don't know if they'll turn those off later in the season or not, or if they'll hear people being like, we want to we wanna be in the pitch black. Yeah. yeah. If they do change it just because of that, that'd be amazing. Um, but staying in, staying in Orlando, even though we kind of jumped over to King's Minion talking about haunts. Uh, I know. Have you ever been to Volcano Bay? I have. Yes. Now, you, I have ridden Krakatoa. Now, you say you were not a big fan of Volcano Bay. Uh, um, very underwhelmed. I, I did not have a good time, to be quite honest. So, when I went. what was your? experience like i guess did you have did you use the tapu tapu thing like that people were apparently it's mixed on like apparently that virtual yeah, is mixed on you have to like get these wristbands and stuff and i just found it i don't know it was very hard to get on things like we only got on like three slides and then we left so like we had to wait like 180 minutes virtual queue for krakatoa and we rode like two slides in the meantime and then after we rode Krakatoa, we decided to leave and go back to Islands. But hearing that they have, what is it, they have a standby queue now? Are so, they testing it? Yeah, they're testing, they basically got rid of the virtual queue for their main, the main volcano, and the water coaster that is it at Krakatoa. Uh, because I guess feedback for people that did not to like Tapu, Tap to Tap, or whatever it's called, their yeah. virtual queue system. They're very apparently. It seems kind of weird to me at a theme or at a water park that you would want people to be on their phones more because inherently they're going to be wet and wanting to be in the water. I don't know. That just seems kind of counterintuitive. Well, no, the way it works, it's like a it's like a wristwatch basically that they give you. Oh. Yeah, and you like tap into the um the different slides. They have like portals and stuff. It's kind of similar to like the way Magic Bands work at Disney. Okay. 
where you like go like put your magic band up next to the little portal and then go in the lightning lane or whatever kind of works that way but so you, you can leave your phone in the locker and then you go tap at the portal and then you like you it tells you when to come back or something like that no okay that's hmm i didn't i didn't like it now that's interesting to note because portals will be a big thing in epic universe is all i'm gonna say and they're already showing that they have you know wands was the first step with interactive stuff and now it's disney with magic bands so let's say hey let's get power bands with the uh with super nintendo world Right. I wonder what technology they might be cooking up potentially with all that. You know, especially because I don't think they will do what Bob said. It was, it was interesting talk and cultural talk, which rest in peace by this comes out, by the time this comes out. Um, well, they announced it already on, on socials yesterday. Yeah, uh, that's so. that's news on its own, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it would... <sighs> What if they, like, make you do, like, you just pay for certain portals? Like, you don't have to pay for everything. Hmm. Like, you you go in and they basically make it to where they have a full park or they have their own family entertainment center. Like, well-themed and amazing family entertainment centers they can take their family to for a few hours and then leave. Yeah. That's just, that's an interesting thought, you know. I I I can see that working. Yeah. Um. So, people are not having a fan as there's been three to four hour waits for Krakatoa, though. Yeah, <laughs> three I, to I four mean, hours. I remember doing. Well, the problem was is it was a three hour virtual queue, and then. We would have had to like forfeit our spot in the virtual queue to try and ride something else. So you had to find something that had like a low enough that actually was like low enough to offer a standby queue or something. Wow. And not a return time. It was like super ridiculous. That's why we just like rode like two slides and then waited the rest of the time and then got on Krakatoa and left. So. And you haven't been back since. I have not. So, I mean, that that's the impression, you know. That's what first impressions can make, really. So, because I've heard yeah. good things about Volcano Bay, but, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm really not a water park person. Like, I'm just, like, I'll get wet. I don't know. I, I prefer getting wet on rain rides and changing my clothes than, like, getting wet with chlorine and being in a pool and, Yeah. Not really a big fan. Yeah. And plus, slides have been... It's hard to innovate because you're... There's no restraints. You're inherently, like... Inherently more... Uh... Risky. You know? There's more accidents. I'm not saying that I would. I'm afraid of that. But just, like, the fact that, you know... It's hard to innovate with our slide. It's really hard, it's, uh, hard for me to get pulled into that as well. So. Yeah. Was uh, there was something I was. Oh yeah, speaking of three to four hour waits, there's something to throw in there. And that was apparently what happened on Saturday. <laughs> for Dark Coaster opening. 
Oh, it didn't open on one train. I remember laughing about that in line at Universal. Yeah, it was... <laughs> it, like, went down to one train after, like... I think the first few cycles. Uh, I love the SeaWorld parks. Not actually. I love SeaWorld Abu Dhabi and I haven't been there. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that is the best SeaWorld park and I have not even been there. Like, uh, but yeah, uh, that was just funny. I, I don't know if they fixed it, but basically I say that as a tidbit for people that want to get on it if they're trying to go this year or sometime soon. Try to get in it immediately. Rope drop that ride. You, you need to rope drop it. Or, if you're going on a weekday, it's, Virginia Parks are done on the weekdays, you should be fine. You should just basically only go right up to the the quote-unquote pre-show, and then, yeah, like, you basically the station. And, yeah, you that ride, capacity-wise, is a... I, I'm not even going to put that on C's. That's a design flaw from Intamin, in my opinion. Because that is terrible capacity like even with two trains it's really really bad capacity and i saw something like with on one train it's like a hundred people per hour or something like that like that's water slide capacity <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not even that is water slide capacity terrible um yeah that's uh because that, like the reason why i think you need that to be higher capacity too that is Literally a step-up ride from Oscars. Yeah. Like, a lot of families are going to get on this ride. The whole family is. So, yeah. it's making it that much harder for them to get on. <sighs> but don't worry. They're going to be like, don't worry, guys. We're adding the RMC behind Fest House. It's cool. And we're all going to forget, hope. right? I hope. I'm not going to forget. My experience there is still going to be mid. It's going to be just BGT North. <laughs> this is gonna be bush gardens north and bush gardens south that's all i'm gonna name them if, they, if that happens because i'm gonna go there just for the rmcs and then leave <laughs> now pantheon's good when it works but it has been better it better not be two mile per hour winds no no seriously it better not better not someone better not blow on the uh speedometer or the wind the wind <laughs> just like sneeze next to it oh Got a breakdown. Guys, recycle. <laughs> the, the board op sneezes and the ride, like, <laughs> it's over. Like, they're down for three hours. Like, it's ridiculous. I don't know what it is. Velocicoaster has more moving parts and actually does it. Does Similar. It, it's, uh... I don't know. I think the swing launch is really what makes. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, Velasa has the launch out. It has more effects has more scenery but like the coaster itself i would say the swing launch is more technical i don't know if that's the reason though like it really is unfortunate i can't wait for the el tor ryan video in a few years about pantheon though well at least Pan i guess at least pantheon's a bigger success than i-305 oh yeah the people are at going there for it like openings oh yeah yeah uh because at least I Still five deserves was... a problematic coasters video, though. I agree. Out there five, the funny thing was like it wasn't even, it was unreliable, but it wasn't like unreliable. Like people were like making it out to be. It was just like it went through a whole retrofit because it was too yeah. intense. So yeah, yeah, and then they were 
testing out all these different configurations to try it before they did the retrofit. So it really wasn't down. They were just trying shit. <laughs> they were throwing stuff at, at a wall and seeing what stuck. And throwing shit at a wall and hoping it sticks. <laughs> so yeah, uh, they finally said. On I did I do agree though. When I wrote it back then, there was nowhere near elite for me. It was too much. Like I I I thought it was too much. Interesting. Um, specifically though, the over-the-shoulder restraints. That's the reason yeah. why. Like you, because it used to have the hard plastic ones, right? Bro, you would feel like you were gonna be decapitated if you were not ready. <laughs> At those speeds, it was not. It was no bueno. Like it made every arrow coaster feel like a B and M. Like in terms of like if you got headbanging on that. Oh uh, yeah. Speaking of which, lightning rod. Okay, so funny enough, Lightning Rod only because we're gonna I'm gonna talk about Dollywood when I get when we get to the trip reports, but it only went down a lot that Friday. Every other day, it was up the entire time. So I don't know why Lightning Rod was having a heart attack on Friday, but but it was resolved. You know, <laughs> they were doing one train the whole weekend. They said uh, Wednesday, oh, which is today, they will be getting their uh, their uh, second train back. Hmm. That's good. Uh, can't wait to talk about that. Um, let's let's go. Huh. Screw it. Let's talk about Dorney. Dorney seem to have a development happening, and they're teasing, teasing a lot about this uh, this dive coaster. But only thing that they've officially have said about it is that it is 160 feet tall in steel. In that plot of land that. Uh, has all the digging and surveying going on, so B and M, yay! <laughs> Small B and M dive, which I mean, I've heard good things about Emperor. Some people say it's the best dive. Hey, I'm willing to try everything once, but like I said, you know what's in this cast? B and M, boring and mild. Yeah, I mean Doctor D's was alright, but like. Dr. D's. <laughs> um, just... Mm, oh, no, I think I think that needs to be a shirt for buzz bars, honestly. Like, a, but instead of D's, like, it's D-E-E-Z. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that'd be good. <laughs> I had to think yeah. of that. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, that's... They're, they're teasing that. Who knows when all that will come out? Probably around August, September, you know. When uh everything starts winding down for the main season and they uh start getting everyone hyped for next year. Yeah. And also though the interesting thing that they were said is possible hydro retheme with new paint. So Hydra, I have uh, heard middling things about it consistently. So I mean I know it's a staple in the park, but yeah, you know uh <laughs> It's okay. Hydra's alright. Man, there is so much news. So much news. It is ridiculous. See, let's just let's just go over all the small stuff. So Nemesis, more Nemesis teasing. I'm still not a fan of those trains or that track. Looks a bit too gimmicky for me. Yeah, I'm not sure how long it's gonna last. Um, if they're gonna upkeep it. Apparently, from Merlin's 
like report in the last few years that has been one of the things they have not been doing is upkeep. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, insanity at Stratosphere may be gone as it's not on the website anymore. And now I just I need to go to Vegas like next year because I need to make sure I get on Stratosphere before it just closes. Like at this point, they're getting rid of all their rides. They're, they're, what do they only have left? The seesaw and the power shot. I'm honestly not sure, but yeah, like they definitely don't have the Strato coaster anymore. The coaster they used to wrap around, or the Stratospheres. These people, I, I don't know. Uh, now they're getting rid of the spinning ride over there, which is like all of those would have been a one and done for me because that is pushing the limit. Um, yeah. that and uh, skydiving, but but we'll see. <laughs> I still want to do that. Um, but yeah, I want to bungee off of it too. I want to do all the ridiculous like attractions there. But with them getting rid of everything, I need to prioritize that. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, Essex, or the E6 Gaming Center is opening May 20th. So it's open now. Uh, at Six Fox Fiesta, Texas. Still curious about this but it will be interesting to see how uh they'll try to pull uh esports circuits over there to add them to the circuit because i know uh that's basically a big way they make their money is having uh like big circuits like league or uh activision circuits like overwatch or call of duty uh be able to be played there maybe have a big final there and then uh generally they want more of tourists uh, venues for big events so that's probably what they're trying to do uh, make it to where you know they can play here and then I can see drone shots already of them showing the coasters and all that stuff kind of like any production so we'll see we'll see where that will go uh, Merlin wants more attractions with Sony what are your thoughts on that interesting I was uh I don't know how that's going to work, because apparently they do have uh, something with that, clearly. Because they just added World of Jumanji, which, looking at that land, it does look great. Um, it does look great. Really unfortunate that they're going, whatever, with the queue system, but I'm hearing it's not as bad as it was looked made out to be. People are still able to get a good amount of rides, even though some days it is getting full. But any queue will get full. Um... Yeah, I, I hear it's fun, you know? Uh, pretty forceful. Yeah. Um, but basically, they said there's always room for creative expression and in, in individual attractions. However, there is a flight to quality, and in the consumers and guests' mind, some of that quality is tied to, is this a brand I know? Is this a brand I love? He added, we quote movies, we laugh about movies we've seen, we cry about movies we've seen. It gives us emotion. And then if you marry that with bringing it to life and bringing that brand to life, we sit right we sit right in a really interesting space with a perfect time. So, yeah, he was saying that and also the fact they're adding Uncharted. Um, I think they're adding Uncharted. To, or is that Port of Ventura that's adding Uncharted? I think that's Port of Ventura. But they're basically saying they want to add... They're, they're quoting all the other worlds that are working out too so they definitely want to delve into that mm, interesting interesting if we were to see that it would be nice to see more sony ips 
Spider-Man ride to close at Universal Studios Japan, though. That's a Sony I remember this came out, and I was, like, so, like, I thought it was... You thought it was Florida? No, if that... If that happened in Orlando, like, I still want to get my rides every time I go on, because you never know, man. You never know. But they they know how big Marvel is, uh, yeah. and especially in the States, so they're probably going to try to... If anything, they might try to beef up the Marvel area. Who, who knows? Um... Yeah, but, like, the one in Japan is closed. And I don't know how different that one was, if it was uh, any different. But the rumor that's been going around for at least two years now is that a Nintendo IP is going in there. And a Zelda Dark Ride has been said to be the the big IP that is going in there as a replacement. So then does that kind of hint that we're gonna get Zelda at the uh, Poseidon's Fury plot. Now, hear me out. Breath of the or the new Zelda that came out, not Breath of the Wild, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which is the sequel to Breath of the Wild, that has been doing... That has... Uh, to say exceeded expectations is an understatement. Yeah. Um, how well that game has done. Um, because... Generally, Nintendo fans just buy whatever. Like, Nintendo just gives them shit on a platter and they say, Hey, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. This is actually a super well-done game. And pe- and because of that, it's getting more sales on top of the fact that Nintendo fans just buy anything. So, yeah. Um, with Zelda being back in the spotlight like this... Yeah. It would not surprise me. That's all I'm going to say now. Now it would not surprise me. Uh, now, a land... Hmm, that would be interesting. Cause what land are you going for? There is so many different eras of Zelda. You know, are they gonna go with the modern one we're getting, Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom? Are they gonna go back to the main, like the super retro of literally like <laughs> Legend of Zelda and like the first, like you were top down and like this eight bit or sixteen bit, excuse me. Yeah. For some of them, or are we gonna go to like the classics of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, which are a bit darker? Or are they gonna somehow put all that into one? I don't know. There is a lot you could speculate with that, but yeah, I don't see them adding another Nintendo World if they have a Nintendo World that's bigger and more expansive. Isn't that gonna be the biggest one in an Epic Universe? I believe so, yeah. yeah More so than USH. And bigger than Japan, right? Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't see them adding another Nintendo, or another Mario. And I don't know if any other IP has that as much of a punch, I guess, as Zelda. Yeah. Alright, it's well, plausible. Epic Universe, have you seen the updated construction on the dueling coaster and some of the dueling elements? So, it's crazy how... I just... I kind of want to ask Austin from Amusement Insider, like, how he got that concept so early. Because so so far, it's basically been spot on. <laughs> yeah. And I was, like, waiting. I'm like, I just want to see if those roles are there. Those don't, because, like, that is the one element I think is going to be absolutely insane. And... Yeah, they were beginning the construction on the dueling ZOG rules. I think quoted, I don't know if it's official, but it's named the Celestial Rule. Yeah. Which is just really cool. Um, 
Yeah. I that ride. When is Epic Universe opening again? <laughs> Two years from now. Epic Universe. Yeah. I believe twenty twenty five. It's crazy because that'll literally be here before we know it, and that kind of scares me, but also kind of excites me. Uh. So, Zamazi Zinger, POV, looks much better. Because it is not like the first test runs <laughs> with maintenance workers sitting on uh, the catwalk. Looks pretty fast. I saw someone saying it looks sped up. No, and that, that POV looks like the most official POV I've seen in a bit. <laughs> if I've... Like, that definitely looks like that ride was... Like, they gave it a few days of runs, you know? And then yeah. they let it go, like, after, like, a few more runs that day. So it's going at, like, its opening speed. It was obviously going to get a little bit faster as it uh, after a few months. But I think it's going... I think it looks like what Invader should have been. Like, it looks like yeah. a really good... For all, like, a good... Coaster, wooden coaster for everyone, and there is more Titan Trek than I was expecting on it, but it's still those loaded load of ground elements at the end, and it's much longer than I expected. People are saying it looks short. I'm like, I don't agree. I think you get a good amount of ride time and elements with this yeah. for for what it is. I think it is funny that like half of your ride time is going up the chain lift. <laughs> that chain lift does take forever for like how little height you actually have at the top of it but the picking aside i i still am excited to ride that still think it will be the sleeper hit yeah uh falcon's flight though let's just get that out of the way it's kind of crazy that uh isn't it crazy seeing those big ass cranes sitting yes. over that cliff like isn't that just insane to look at yes like it almost like, <laughs> like it almost doesn't look real, but like it's this is happening. Like, wow. And I I can't really tell how tall that is from there, like that cliffside. But yeah, it has to be pushing two hundred plus. I'm so excited. I just like the, the fact that we're gonna be seeing it being built without an actual POV first I think it's going to be I know <laughs> I just want to see it keep being constructed yeah because like, I think because obviously the first one was just that was obviously fake that was just made for people to invest get in yeah excited for what potentially is record-breaking ride that they're building uh but yeah I, I I like this I like not knowing it at all I like just seeing it and then being like what the hell is happening i mean the only track right now is looking like it's just the station and then the turnout of it because i saw a turn or something being installed but yeah um mm. this is probably the most exciting development i have been around like develop like keeping up with the construction of a coaster since coming back to the hobby so because yeah. we all thought this was a pipe dream like they're like, all right, yeah, cool. Go ahead, build this. You know, it's happened before. Same with Skyplex, which apparently is coming back. We covered last week, so. Um, yeah. 
some cool stuff happening. Um, unfortunate stuff happening for Disney, though, but we all saw it coming. Coming. Jesus. Coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is uh, Star Wars, the Galactic Star Cruiser, is ending uh, September 28th to 30th. We'll be uh, ceasing all reservations, all that, and uh, anyone that books before or after any of those dates, they'll be trying to either go refund or book you and a time before that, and because of that, they're frozen, the reservations, so that the people that need or want to rebook for an earlier date can. Yeah, who didn't see this coming? <laughs> the prices, they, they they did put down the prices, but I think around the lowest when they were 1200 a night. Jesus. 1300 a night? Hell no. Hell no. Like, I'm sorry. Like... Like I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not giving the Disney the Disney dick pass. Like I I'm not I'm not I'm not that level of Disney. I don't think there are that many people of Disney. And I, I mean, think they overestimated the level like that people would pay for immersion like that. Like I I I've heard it's incredible when you're on it. But that price tag is just that's literally that could be a day or two at the resort. <laughs> that's insane. Like thirteen. That's like that's like a day for a family of four at the resort with like Genie Plus and Park Hopper. Like, yes, yes, that's exactly like oh man. That is not good. <laughs> not at all. And you can say, oh, you know, the the cruises around the same price. The cruise you are getting on a like I don't know if they still go to different islands. Like they go to like specific like. Like the Caribbeans and all that stuff. But they, like, I know this cruise that literally they have their own island now. <laughs> you have yeah. multiple days on a massive cruise. Like that, like you get to indulge in whatever food shows, and that's around the same price. That that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. Why am I getting paid cruise pricing for two days on a fake cruise? I <laughs> yeah, it's like. Insane. I just hope the workers, all the staff, are able to be relocated somewhere else and put that talent to elsewhere in the park to then enhance Disney elsewhere. Because from what I did see and from the reviews that were the previews that were there, like it was a great experience, an immersive experience. And as a tabletop player, tabletop nerd, would have loved to have maybe if they put it down one day, have tried it. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but you know, I, yeah. I still, I still care about, you know, I, I like it. But I, I think that could just be done in the lands themselves, right? I think like, the lands themselves could be. Like, if a kid goes on up, and he's dressed up as a Hufflepuff, wizard, you know, a trainee, a student. There should be more professors walking around in my opinion there should be and then when they see that just popping into action just like basically immersing the kid into hogwarts right i think that's just a transition into the parks and not a whole different experience outside of the parks which they are doing but a lot of times it's encounters you go to they're not just roaming i think that i think that's the next step is having roaming characters, man. Uh, that that was a tangent, but <laughs> a little bit of a soapbox. 
but yeah, I do like immersion like that. I think just really does like. I can imagine I can go to a, a whole immersive park and not even care about a coaster one day. Like just imagining in the future of that. Like I'm going there to work on a story that my character is going, and then the next time I go on, I'm continuing that story. Just imagining a park like that, like that would be insane. Like adventure yeah. baths. Mm. Uh, we're next. Well, let, let's stay on Disney here, guys. You saw that Disneyland Paris, what happened yesterday? Yeah, I saw that video. Yeah, Disney, pay your workers, because you already know the French will protest for anything, and they will be heard. <laughs> um, but jokes aside, I completely stand. With with the workers, anyone that says, "Oh, you're ruining the experience for the families," or the well, Disney should be doing better for the people providing that experience. They're not puppets. They're not robots. They're humans too, and they deserve that human right of being paid and having unions and and showing their speech that they feel that they're being wronged. Yeah. So, I stand with them completely. I. I'm glad they did that to show that it's across chain wide. You know, people talk about it in the States. I didn't even realize, honestly, from that, that chain wide, I thought it would be more, I thought you would think it would be more covered by government stuff. Hey, Disney, you're here from the, from the States, an American company, you're following our rules, but no, apparently everywhere they are just penny pinching with their staff, the people that make the part crazy so support the staff honestly uh, i'm gonna this is a throwback to a your favorite coaster sucks episode of tipping cast members i think that honestly should be a thing i really do like if you have a good experience with a member there should be a way i should either later or like somehow be able to tip that member and tell them like you, you made my experience better and they are giving you some terrible wages let me let me let me help out. I, I feel like it's like it's almost like a waiter or a waitress at that point, right? I don't yeah. know. Some people might find it because I could see it on the other end. I'm looking trying to look at it all ways. Some people might find it. Oh, that's kind of you know they're looking at them as lesser. You know you have to tip them. And I don't know. I don't know what the solution. Is. The solution is pay your workers. Next. That should be easier said than done. Making so much damn money. You know what? Let's cover this as we're kind of overseas. Uh, where is it? Oh, yeah. Batham City. Or ba- Batham City? Jesus. Batman Gotham... <laughs> Batman Gotham City Escape. POV. And thoughts. I have been looking around and I looked at... Bennett's thoughts from Coaster Dolphin. Did you see what he thought? I heard he was saying it's the Velocicoaster of Europe. Yes, and he said top five for him, at least, for sure. Now, do you believe in recency bias? I do. Okay. (laughs) I've been a, a victim of it myself. Oh, for what coaster? I mean... 
I'll like ride something and then move it up in my rankings. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, I generally will ride something. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty firm. Yeah, I remember where where that is. Thud's got a good ride then. Like for the Toro for me, I feel like that should have dropped more because I haven't rode it in so long, but Yeah. It's still staying in the top fifteen, you know, like But like when I ride when I ride Velasa for example, and get really good rides at Velasa, it's still staying like right where it is. Like I'm like, mm. like you like you were with me on the on the on the break run. I'm like, I don't know, this could be top two. Like you see me saying that. Like, I was I was quite tempted to throw it back at number four this trip, but alas, it remains um, number five. Wait for the summer rides on Guazi. I know, I know. Oh my god. You need to find like the heat advisory days, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. The days where it's like right 95, 100 right degrees. Out. Right out. Oh my god. Because those are the days when Intimidator makes me like black out consistently. Dude, I grayed out so hard on Hulk. No, it's off topic, but I was grayed out like the entire ride. Could barely keep my head up. Dude, I'm telling you, like, the last ride I got on it, I was gray essentially up until, up until the last loop. That might be my second exception for BNM. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I'm like, and to me, the brake run, it's that's the end of the ride. Like the the mid course. I'm like, I, I, I everything before that was the ride. <laughs> yeah. I see that as like that's them getting us in an exciting way. Quotations to the final break run <laughs> pretty much but like everything before that is literally phenomenal like B&M's best like loops up there with the be- it's up there with album guys Cobra Roll like it's just straight up intensity like I know it's sustained G's that ride is like it has to be up there with some of the most like sustained really yeah. heavy G's I'd agree Um, but yeah, back to uh, Batman. I'm hearing good. T- <laughs> oh God! I'm, I'm hearing good stuff. <laughs> that was a that was a. <laughs> I'm hearing pretty good stuff about Batman. Um, I am hearing. I don't know. People are looking at POVs and then they're making their opinions. But the people that I'm hearing that are getting on air are saying it's fantastic. Um, I asked. Both people about the spike at the end, what they thought, and both didn't answer. So, uh, I cannot get that what? for the cast. Uh, As uh, both people, and they didn't answer. I'm it. So, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm still iffy on that, but we'll see when I get there in a few years. Uh, we covered that. So, why is... So, let's go over Wilbur Knotts real quick. So, how long has this conversion of Montezuma's Revenge taken now? Uh, I want to say, be, it, was it end of last year or beginning of this year? I feel like it was more than that. Really? Yeah. S- summer last year, maybe? Let me see if it has an SBNO status on... Apparently, it... Yeah, it was, um... 
literally it's been SBNO since February 8th of 2022. <laughs> yeah. So and the main reason why it was supposed to be a small refurbishment and it was supposed to open later that year, then they pushed it back because they were it was announced they're changing the launch system. Then um now um it's apparently not opening with the new land of the park. It's taking that long to retrofit it. What That's is what is happening? Definitely disappointing. It just keeps getting pushed back and back and you know, I know these rides are harder to keep up. I, I get that. You know, they're they're when did this open up? Same year as Loch Ness Monster, nineteen seventy eight. Schwarzkopf. Hell, Schwarzkopf went out of went out of business just a few years after that. Mm. Great manufacturer. Better than B&M. Uh, I, I, I can't go that far. That's 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 shit post, but I can't go I'm that far. I'm just shit posting, don't worry. <laughs> uh okay, so yeah, I hope they get that open soon, man, because it's a, it's a big part of their lineup. That's a classic, and I love classic rides. Love them. You know, like, it, it's just crazy. You no, know, I love the feeling, and it, it's going to suck when this feeling goes away because I'm when you finally get to all of them, but the feeling of finally standing in front of a coaster you've seen being built, you know, like, you see, teased, the POV, the teaser POV, the first construction, all the way to the end, the test runs, the people's reactions of the ride, then you finally get on it years later. It's like, you're like, wow, this ride exists. I'm yeah. actually here. That's one of the best feelings as an enthusiast to me. Um, actually, and the thing is, I'm going to have to keep making friends so I can relive that with people. <laughs> You relive that through people's reactions. Exactly. So, like one of the be- one of my favorite things is riding the Velocicoaster with someone for their first time. Mm. Mm. Hey, um, we'll get that with a voyage. So, dude, I'm gonna have to sit with you on your first voyage ride next week. I'm actually gonna be at a Holiday World, bro. I, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm going to get on Thunderbird twice to pay my respects, and then I'm going to... My butt's going to be what? on wooden... Listen. <laughs> we got to go straight to Voyage, okay? <laughs> okay, no, no. I, I'm going straight to Voyage, yeah. but I'm still got to get the cred, you know? I still And it's a launch yeah, yeah, B&M yeah. wing. Boring I'm like, mom. it has to be better than my old eagle. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but nah. Yeah, like, for me in Terminator 305, when I see people, like, because this happens a lot, even with, like, regular guests. When it's, like, their first time, and I'm sitting there, I'm the single rider, and it's like, and I'm seeing them getting, like, scared, and then hearing people with their group, or, like, it's like, you read to Blackout, or all this stuff, and then seeing yeah. their reaction after, like, that is, I love that. Every time I go to Intimidator, like, I love that so much. Um... I'm trying to think of another one. Quasi first wives are nice too, but like Intimidator and Velocity for me, like I, I'm with you. Like seeing people's reaction after 
those two? <laughs> Actually, I don't know, man. My, my reaction after those Gwazi rides were ridiculous. <laughs> 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 it was literally trying to kill us that day, bro. <laughs> so good. I'm mad because I'm looking at the weather. It'll be showing on my computer. It is gorgeous outside. Gorgeous. Sunny, 78. I'm not gonna lie. Like days like this is where I'm like, screw it. I'll go to BGW even though, even though I hate it, because KD's closed right now. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's getting back. It's getting back to the season. Hopefully, everyone's been making it out to the parks, and if you haven't, hopefully, make it out to one soon. Uh, because later this week, hopefully, they don't pull the rug like another park. But Wildcats Revenge opening June second. That's a big uh-oh for some influencers because I know some of them got um, media access for it. And actually, is it opening exactly on June 2nd? Or are they doing the previews before? Well, there's also the rumor that it might not be ready. But yeah. we'll see. We will see. Uh, but I yeah, have... the rumor might not... Yeah. Did, we, did we talk about that on... No, we didn't even say that on the cast. So, well, no, I've just I've heard that yeah. it's not sending a lot of test cycles from someone who lives near the park. So, yes. that's a bit concerning. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. They it's June second for the opening day. But yeah, uh, I hope everyone can get on because I am excited to hear what people think. I'm excited to get on, regardless. Yes. Uh, but Worlds of Fun, um, they uh, just pulled the rug from a lot of people, and that was very not cool. This happened just today. Um, some A lot of people traveled and are there now because tomorrow was supposed to be the passholder previews for Zambezi Zinger. Um, I know Larson being one of them. He literally made a detour out of his travels to go and do this, um, to go back. And, yeah, a lot of people, they basically, this is what the park update said. Zimbizi Zinger is almost ready to go. We just need some more time to get everything ready. Our teams are working through final testing on the new Steel Wood Hybrid Coaster. We look forward to announcing the new opening date soon, along with the rescheduled season pass holder experience on Zimbizi Zinger. We promise it will be worth the wait. Now, will it be worth people's money and time? Because, uh... That's literally what you wasted here. That was uh, not cool to have done that today. They should have definitely tried to have said that sooner. But what's crazy is two days ago on their Twitter, they said Zambezi Zinger opens this week. Like, I emoji. <laughs> like, you're telling us, like, what, what happened between... There had to be miscommunication, essentially. Well, and then Silver Dollar City tweets, FYI, all of our coasters will be open tomorrow. Damn. Oh, that 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 was kind of a... It's kind of a burn. <laughs> kind of kick them when they're down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, after going to uh, Dollywood, I wouldn't mind going to Silver Dollar City. <laughs> she, I'm very excited to go there now. Might be a deleted tweet, actually. Mm. I wonder if it's fake now. Like, I wonder if that was even real. 
Go check what I'm sending. Might have been real at some point. I do not know. Alright, let's see. But Ace, American Coaster Enthusiast, said, Just got off the phone with Worlds of Fun. Unfortunately, due to a last-minute issue with Zambezi Zinger, it will not be running this weekend for Ace Around the World, as its opening date has been pushed off. Worlds of Fun apologizes that it will not be running, but they will still give us a behind-the-scenes tour, and they'll get ERT on Mamba and Prowler. So, You know, I feel like people forget about Prowler, man. I hear that ride's good. Yeah. Same park, like now, like Worlds of Fun is definitely on my radar, because Zambezi Zinger and Prowler. I don't know if Mamba still is tremulous. I I doubt it. But if Mamba is still tremulous, then that too. That sounds like a pretty, pretty sick top three. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. In theory, as someone who hasn't been there. Uh, we're actually cutting through this much quicker than I thought. A lot of it was like smaller stuff. That's why I said let's just go through that. So it was not as intimidating. Uh, well, we, we can't miss an episode without talking about top two tracks. Right? So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But well, like the only thing we know for sure about the ride is a spike. Like, well, that, essentially, the I don't think last episode we covered the crane getting put under the top hat. Oh yeah, right? that and there were at least people. Standing on top of the, um, yeah, the top hat. Well, apparently it's Tony Clark's burner account, but I don't know if that's true. <laughs> that posted that tweet from the top of the top hat. No, no, but there was literally, like my uh, my my friend Jared. Funny enough, that's my name as well. But my friend Jared, he uh, lives in the Ohio area. Ghoster Coasters, awesome content by the way. Go ahead and look at that on uh on YouTube. Go ahead, shout out to them. Uh, he has been retweeting and teasing about saying because it shows two me- like two mechanics at the top of the top hat, and he says, "I know what they're doing with their eye emoji." And every time, I'm like, bro, do you actually like? He just he just keeps he retweets it every day at this point, like, like he got this low key information. So who I have, we still don't know besides that. A spike is happening. Hell, what if it's not a spike, though? Well, the thing is, is, well, there's, I guess it's speculation. Nothing's confirmed, but the new footer that was placed, everyone is saying yeah, that it's an Intamin footer. That's the thing. It's like people are, like, jumping the gun saying Intamin confirmed, but that's not necessarily true. Um, I still think it's, like, 95% Intamin. Yeah. Because... Yeah, I just there's there's just I don't think Cedar Fair is that dense. To have them make a Wild Mouse and then say, "Hey, you, we know you haven't made anything bigger than a Wild Mouse and then Thunderbolt model. Go ahead and work and retrofit and then build a new layout of a record-breaking like just just nah. It just does not make any sense. And I think after riding Velocicoaster, which they did, Cedar Fair execs did back in December and they were really impressed with they're like okay this works for us you know this system is cool and punchy enough can you make this work 
for Dragster. That, that has been my opinion since from all the information that I have put together. But everyone puts information together differently, right? And that's how we come up with different theories, different yeah. perspectives. But that's how I put it. So that's why I think... Oh, and also what I said, like, I think last time, like, people were saying, oh, they took Top Thrill off of their rides. And I'm like, yeah, because Top Thrill doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, of course they're going to take it off. Like, maybe they were mad uh, at first. Like, hey, you know, like, talk to us. We can talk to you. We want to work on this and fix this. But Top Thrill is no more. So, of course, it's not going to be on the rides. They don't have the fun rides up there. They don't have Volcano up there anymore. Exactly. Just because it's SBNO doesn't mean it should be kept on the ride list. So, yeah, that is my hard, like, not even research, just, like, Twitter research <laughs> over the past, like, since all of this has happened of last year. And, like, all the videos and all the stuff I've put together. So, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just feel like maybe Zimperla got mixed up with the Wild Mouse. I don't know. There's just no way. There's just no way. <laughs> maybe they're making the trains. Maybe, maybe they're doing some part of it. But I don't think they're working on the track and the layout. Yeah. Uh, but, yep, that was your... If you were looking for us to talk about it for an act, actually this time and not just shit post, congratulations. <laughs> You've been kind of skirting around it for a while. I'm not gonna lie. It's just like, yeah, we get it. You know, cuts for content. But actually, was like, you know, I actually had some thoughts about it today. So, non shit post. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got everything up the top here. We covered the instant manufacturing. All cats revenge. Uh, Lost Island though had its opening day, and uh, people were saying that there were probably more staff in the park than there were. Um, yes. Yeah. Maybe thirty, forty cars in the parking lot. Not good. But the enthusiasts have been making it heard and known that like this place is charming it really is a nice park the staff is super friendly and apparently the dark ride there is amazing i do not know i have heard that that dark ride is up there with universal and disney for some reason it's just like underneath it's a people are saying it's the best dark ride in the states oh it's like up there with the best dark ride not like like underneath but like yeah, it isn't disney or universal Outside Disney Universal. That's what I meant. Looking this thing up, though. Quest for the Golden Idol. Yeah, Quest for the Golden Idol. I'm hearing Matsunagi. Okay, it's, a, it's a shooter, though. If it's a shooter, then I definitely do not agree with that at all, then. Because shooters... Yeah, no, there's no way. That's not going to be better than, like, Flight of Passage or Rest of the Resistance. It's not even close. For me, the best shooter will always be... Men in Black. Wait, did, can you see targets on it? Because uh, Men in Black, that's the reason why I think that one's the best steam shooter is you can't... Like, you're shooting literally the aliens. And, like, it's not just targets that are blinking at you. I'm looking more into it right now. 
But yeah, um, people are saying generally the park is very, it's a very good vibe to it. So people were saying go out there not only to support the park, but because if they really aren't pulling people in like this, um, no, it's, it's more of like a, it's like screens and 4D and stuff, but it's not really targets. You're actually like shooting like, I guess the villains in the ride. So that's kind of cool, but still it's no, I don't know. I don't know. They're saying outside of the Universal and Disney parks though. Yes. Yeah. It's one I of can the see best. That. I wouldn't say that's too crazy of a take outside of Uni and Disney. Yeah, which, which is like, shows have the money put into the park, though. So, like, yeah. get out here while you can. Because who, who knows what's going to happen? Like, realistically, who knows what's going to happen? Um, right now, it's not looking great. We'll just say that. Having a very rough start. And I don't know the area. I don't know if just the locals need to know that, hey, a new park is here. It has throw rides. It has stuff for families. Cause that stuff might take a bit. Um, yeah, who knows? Um, you know, let's cover this real quick. This wasn't on the news because I just thought about it, and it should be on the news. Have you heard about Shadow Stalker, the backyard coaster? Not worth news. What? <laughs> that thing looks sick. And shout outs to him because I think they uh, built a thrill. Not, not newsworthy. Come on, that is cool, man. That is cool. It had its media day. A lot of Jersey enthusiasts came out and wrote it. And the ejector looks insane. But no, it's cool. It's a little thing. Man, I'm, I'm mad you didn't think that was like little least shout out worthy. <laughs> uh, after the, well, the thing that Alex was saying, it's like, Oh, you count backyard coasters and credits because you could build a 300 foot coaster and call it a credit and like like 300 feet of like wooden track I just I don't I don't really well I also do agree with them yeah. then build it <laughs> I mean if you want to waste the money on lumber but it's way more than just lumber you have to engineer that like you have to know how to do that like, it's not just building a coaster. It's not like it's just... <laughs> that's that's okay. why I say it counts. Because it's not like they're everywhere. And if they were, then it would obviously be easier than expected. Some little, like... I don't know. It's not a credit, though. That's what I think. <laughs> Blue Flash is a credit. Why? That's a backyard coaster. It's the, it has Wait, the same length, if not if that if not longer, that ride is longer. Well, it's not a credit unless it's full circuit. That's what I actually mean. So, pipe scream isn't a circuit, or is it a coaster? Pipe scream? What? Because that doesn't have. It goes oh, back. Shoot. Never so, mind. I re I retract my statements. I'm not. <laughs> so. I'm, this conversation. Wicked Twister. Sure, it's a credit. Is it a coaster? <laughs> Wicked Twister returns to its station, though. Alright, alright. But, like, yeah, I'm just, it's whatever. Because <laughs> I do count Pipe Scream, so. I have nothing to say. 
And then, then at that point, that uh, art coaster, I forgot what it's called, the one in the Jersey Art Museum, that would technically not be a coaster then either. I thought that's full circuit. No, oh, they have to pull it up, but it stops at the very bottom. Ah, I see. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, this is the most, this and Blue Flash are like the most coaster backyard coasters I have seen. Because, like, that looks almost like GCI track. Yeah. Um. Very well, like, engineered. And Blue Flash, obviously, like, the first one, and that was a full circuit return to the station. Like, yeah. and obviously, like, I agree, like, oh, if you just put 300 feet, go ahead and get an engineering and build it. <laughs> like, go ahead and build a coaster in your backyard. I feel like it's everyone would like do that. 30. Just boost my credit count real quick. <laughs> Dude, that'd be like... By the time you do that, you would be like 60. <laughs> unless you had, unless you paid workers to do it for you. You just make the layouts and then... Yeah. Yeah, like... We should ask Alan Schilke that question. How easy is it to just build a coaster in your backyard? We should ask an actual engineer. <laughs> Honestly, that is a... That is a good question. Let's try to find someone. If I can, this is very interesting. Yeah, I obviously credits are. Everyone takes them anyway. I, I think we generally agree on uh, what makes a credit, though. For the most part, yes. Uh, and if a park says it is, I'm just gonna say whatever, even though yeah. I don't agree. <laughs> Did I say Colossus is reopening soon? I believe so, yes. Oh, it's reopening soon at Thorpe. We're gonna look out for that. I know it's a major coaster there. I'm missing it. Used to be uh, the multiple inversion holding record. Uh, I think, honestly, we really are getting to the bottom of this. Uh, Kentucky Rumbler, though. I thought we talked about that, too. <laughs> no, we didn't. That was before. Ah. Uh. That was before the cast. It's getting a uh, yeah boo, especially because the last part of the news I'm willing to be talking about is something is the reason why we don't need Titan Track, but yes, I got Titan Track, and I get it. Like I get the parks say, hey, GCI, you know you're a big wood manufacturer. You're making you make this, and you can put this on our wooden coaster to make it last longer. I get it. I completely get it, especially for these these smaller parks. Like, that really, like, maintenance on these wooden coasters are, like, a big chunk of their budget at the end of the year. So, yeah. I just think you should look at Gravity Grip is all. I, 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 actually, I heard that's expensive. I'm not going to lie. I hear that the pre-cut is kind of expensive. Um, hmm. Well, kudos to any parks actually doing that, though. Yeah. Did, uh, did Holiday World Woody's get pre-cut track? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, we're not getting another coaster there for like another five years. <laughs> you know, like like all their money goes into making sure their woodies are top notch. Like I respect that, but like it does take a lot of money to do that for a family owned park. Oh man, just. How much Titan Track is going on Kentucky Rumbler, though? That I'm not sure. 
Well, hope it's not. Hope it's as much as lightning or as white lightning that I don't even notice it. And yeah, I'll just keep it at that. Um, yeah, this minions land. I mean, it's giving me like a modern Simpsons, uh, a modern um Springfield vibes. I'm not gonna lie to you, which isn't bad, but it's definitely not their best land for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Universal show new renderings of their minion land opening this summer. The new Villain Con, Minion Blast, the Minion Cafe, which I think they're going to get rid of a lot of the switchbacks from Transformers Q and turn that into the cafe's uh, seating area. Uh, and bake my day dessert, man. This food has made me hungry, and I got spaghetti meal prep that I'm going to smash after this. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and the Illumination Theater. I don't know what's going to be in Illumination Theater. I just... I get struck 4D was dated, but uh, I just wish there was another DreamWorks IP there. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I... I guess there's a pull for minions. I just don't see it anymore. None of my nieces or nephews like them. And I never even showed them re- minions. So I'm not even gonna... I'm not even gonna mess with that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a thing. Oh, yeah, it's over the silver dollars. <laughs> uh, let's cover this. So, I've really never heard of this manufacturer, Martin and Vlemings. Um, I'm going to look them up, actually, to see what they have done before Martin Vlemings rides. Uh, oh! Oh! What? Why does it say they helped on. Boardwalk Bullet. So also Coastersaurus and Zip and Pippin. Huh. Let me look up their resume. Wooden roller coaster manufacturing. Roller coaster repair and refurbishment. They have some really good. Tra- they have some really good woodies actually. So I so think they've done a lot of refurbishment. Even Leviathan is hero. Yeah. So. Yeah, they've done. Wow, they've done one of the big Chinese co- the Jungle Trailblazer. Yeah, I'm looking at their RCDB right now. Oh, they're from Montreal, so they're they're Canadian. All models. They only have one coaster that they actually made. They've installed a lot of steel coasters as well. Huh. So, it looks they like... In, they were the ones that installed Top Thrill Dragster. Wow. So, yeah, they, uh, they're they one of those companies. Okay. The they're one of those companies. Interesting. So, for some reason, they're trying to... Um, they're trying to uh, make a new model. <laughs> called the Unicoaster 2.0. And I'm not gonna lie, it kind of looks like a full layout SNS free spin with a really weird train. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought this was something just throw in, but yeah, I guess we just shout out Martin Lennings. They're actually a pretty reputable company that's been around. Like they kind of remind me of um, Bainham. 
Oh, you know what we forgot? Hmm. The shipment to Codaland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that confirmed? That it's, yeah. uh... Yeah. So what's confirmed is that drop tower, too. Uh, I don't know that it's that drop tower, but the shipment was confirmed. Okay, well... You know how we have our... We don't, we're not too sure what's going to happen with Codaland. We're kind of on the iffy side. But they are still getting shipments and things brought in. In fact, a pretty sizable drop tower. And also along, Starfire. Along with the Starfire, yeah. yeah. Is coming to the park. And they still have not put a palindrome. And apparently the tow coaster is coming next year. I upsetting i um i'm assuming like we talked about this like they're gonna do all this at once just like why seems like they need to be having when is circuit of the americas this year i think they just had did they just have indycar there or nascar there i'm not sure let's see they Bro, they have... F1 is in October this year. Yeah, exactly. So, June, July, August, September. They have five months to do all that. It ain't happening, bro. Negative. Negative, negative, negative. Oh, let's see if... I'm just checking to see if this is it's also... crazy. They have a Schwarzkopf Wildcat there. <laughs> yeah, like NASCAR was just at Coda, so they're just missing out on revenue. Like they're just missing out on revenue. Just yeah. put Palindrome up, and people will see. Oh, a coaster here while we're also traveling to see to see a race. Uh, I just, I do not get it. Eh, yeah. they're annoying me. I'm not gonna lie. They're just miss. They're just throwing bones in the in the trash. Um, but is that the end of everything? Yeah. Believe so. Uh, so basically the last two things. First, well, the cheetah hunt pole too yeah yeah um well first i wanted to say is rest in peace to coast talk as you guys might have followed them because because of us who knows we we talk about a lot they're good friends of of the cast but they're ending they're doing their final cast uh tomorrow but they have announced it officially and Go ahead and give all the episodes you can, whenever you can. Just they're all they're all good times, man. Just great discussions, great jokes, just bantering, and it, it was a big part of my weekly routine. You know, putting on a cast, they were gonna work like it's going to suck uh, not having them because <laughs> they were the main cast for me uh, to listen to. So. But 
on to better things for them. They're, they're really just we're moving on, going back into the station, like they said. So to James, Timmy, and Bob, I wish y'all the best in your future endeavors. But otherwise, yeah, just want to shout that out. Go ahead and give them and be there for their live stream on Thursday. I'm gonna try to get in. I should be on the way back from Carowinds, so yeah, I should be able to be there for that. Yeah. Fuck. I feel like, actually, no. I'm gonna smoke for them when I get to the trip report, but I'll, I'll smoke one out for them then. But last of the news is this quick grizzly review. We're already an hour and thirty minutes. We still got to the trip reports. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is... I, I had a feeling it was going to be a doozy of an episode, but... You know, I saw the news is piling up, and in fact, we were coming back from two pretty ridiculous trips. But, Grizzly. The new Grizzly, I got on it. See, the reason why I knew I didn't talk about it is because I had the news on here said, Grizzly testing, question marks. <laughs> and yeah. I've definitely been on the ride <laughs> since then, so... Um, that ride is a changed ride. It is a new beast, and I'm saying that in it's like, in the sense of it's a new, it's re- it's reinvigorated life into that ride, not that the new beast. But anyways, that ride isn't is it awesome? It is a solid Woody now, such a good Woody. Um, when that pre-cut track is perfect, you still get the perfect texture of wood, but it is so rideable it's so smooth but not too smooth uh the forces are more pronounced in almost every element where you got forces like the back you get ejector for the whole drop and it is better and you're not dying in the valley anymore you're not just jackhammering in the valley anymore oh my man it is so good then you do the turnaround and then the ride begins (laughs) Uh, you get, like, a little floater pop, like, the tiniest little floater in the back off the turnaround. But then, ejector, ejector lateral in the, tunner, in the tunnel, baby. Oh, my God, it is so good. In the front, on the turnaround, you will get some pretty good lats. In the back, not so much. But then, uh. floater, floater. And then, you. I almost consider this an element. Um, cause I was like, wow, I'm getting floater here consistently. Like I'm actually, actually going up and then you go into the valley right before the second turnaround. And that was the end of the pre-cut track. <laughs> and oh my God, <laughs> that is the, that is one of the most jarring experiences. I, I fall in a ride of like this gl- like such a smooth, like, but relent, like on a wooden classic one. Then you're like. You're almost thrown in to your seat because of the jackhammering there. It is insane. Um, but after that, the turnaround, the second turnaround, since you have three three or four more miles per hour, the lats there are actually really good now. You're actually just so on the side of your... This. What'd you say? So excited to get on yeah, it. Like, you are literally just on the side the entire turnaround. And then you get actual airtime on the last hills, and then you're back in the station. And you're like, this is a completely different ride. (laughs) 
No, not really. Like, as in, like, I can ride this now. Like, I'm not getting on twice, and I don't feel bad saying that I like Grizzly now. I can confidently say Grizzly is a good ride now. The layout was there. The layout was there. It just needed that touch. And the Gravity Group pre-crut track, I hope they add more uh, at the end of the next season as well. Or this season. Just, just do the whole thing. Because it ran good. And if they pronounce you more forces on those areas, man, that's just, that, that, it was a great, great option for Kings of Me. That was perfect, what they did. Perfect. And it adds, in my opinion, you can go from Twisted to Intimidator to Grizzly now. You won't yeah. get bored. We're going to just twist it in Intimidator 305 now. You have Grizzly in the park now, and you will not be unhappy in the slightest, in my opinion. Because I rode eight times, and I wanted to get more. <laughs> I was like, this is so fun. This is so good. Man. <sighs> like, that boosted King's Minions lineup. But, because now you have a rideable... A rideable and good, not just mid and race seventy five that doesn't duel anymore. Good Woody. You got an RMC, an Intamin Giga, and then for the people that like B and M, a B and M floorless. Not bad, not bad anymore. And then you have the volcano replacement. That's all I'm saying. That that lineup's looking not bad right now. It's looking pretty. Pretty good. Man, that's all I had to say about Grizzly. That's all I had to say. Uh, but, yeah, that, that, that was all of the news. All of it. Covered everything. Jesus. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was everything. That was the first time we didn't miss anything either. <laughs> So I looked back and I've like missed stuff. I'm like, God damn it. But yeah. Um now on to the Instagram. So guys, I guess I'm sorry for thinking that Cheetah Hunt was being oh, bad was apologizing. Was a uh, a known opinion, but apparently um you you shut us up real quick. But I'm not apologizing. I I will in fact uh Rel from, from Black Horse Society he said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a shirt called Cheetah Hater." I'm like, "That will be a gift. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, you need to give that to me on my birthday or Christmas." <laughs> I'm like, "I didn't want to get that same whatever the logo is. I'm gonna get that on a tattooed on me. That will be a Cheetah Hater till the day I die. That ride has an identity crisis. That ride doesn't know what it's doing, and it is boring. It's just there. There are so many family coasters I have more fun on than Cheetah Hunt." And it's classified as an extreme thrill on RCDB anyway, so identity crisis, like I said. End of story. <laughs> uh, regardless, we lost uh, 64 to 36. So. <laughs> 64% of people said it is a good ride, while 36 uh, said it was no bueno, which, honestly, the only people that said no was, I think, Alex... And coaster talk, so like <laughs> Timmy and James. And I was like, wow, okay, like, okay then. 
I didn't know this was a hot take. <laughs> Listen, I know being a B&M hater is a hot take, but... Yeah, Chino, yeah, I was I was shocked about that one. I, I'm actually, yeah, so... I, I'm not going to just throw it around now. I'm actually going to be more careful, because... Everyone took my chain at Dollywood in my group when I said that. Every single person thought that... Okay, the only person that agrees with me was not on the on the trip, so I was fighting for my life in that cabin with that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was fighting for my life. Uh, Yeah, so... <sighs> I guess Cheetah Hunt is, from the poll, inherently... Uh, good... <laughs> Alright, so is that trip reports now? Yes. Okay, who 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 wants to start? <laughs> I won't take too long. Do you okay. want me to start? Yeah, because I spent Thursday up until Sunday night. Basically, that was when my trip ended. So We we just did a Saturday early morning to Monday night, which was later than expected because of thunderstorm delays at the airport, but it was just another casual Orlando trip, although not so casual as doing Disney is a bit of a competitive sport, but <laughs> I'm literally cannot wait to put the meme I made on the uh on the thumbnail this week. We did um Really, honestly, so we did Saturday all day in Universal, and we did not go to Universal side. We only stayed in Islands. Well, that's the norm, though. Same thing with Monday. We only stayed in Island side. Well, yeah, like you would only maybe ride Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket, and like maybe Gringotts. You're feeling spicy. So, like, really, Saturday and Monday were just chill, normal days, lap, Velocicoaster, and Hagrid's. Crowds weren't too bad. Just good stuff overall, but Sunday was was the icing on the cake. Because we decided to challenge ourselves and do all four parks at the Walt Disney World Resort on Sunday. How and I would no. consider it quite successful. So yeah. our day kind of went. You guys went like on a premium this. time too. Like I know it was like it was not bad at all. Um, we started at Hollywood Studios and we decided to drive to and park at each of the parks. So we spent some time there and left Hollywood Studios actually a little a bit around twelve, and we went to Disney Springs and had lunch because we were trying to get cookies from this place called Gideon's Bakehouse, but we were unsuccessful. Um, on Sunday so we did Hollywood Studios we did Disney Springs and then we did Animal Kingdom Epcot and then Magic Kingdom last just based on park hours so I got new credits at Magic because that was my first visit since I was like a child mm-hmm. so, so you don't really remember yeah so the big things that we really did and Animal Kingdom was a first time park for me as well so I got Flight of Passage for the first time, and I got Tron, along with rewriting Cosmic Rewind, and then rewriting did Rise you, of Resistance. Did you do Navi River Adventure, or did you? Did not. 
I would have only reason I would have tried to because I hear it's okay. It's just the ending is cool because like obviously like, yeah. I'm an animatronic nerd, so yeah. seeing that would have been like that's the only reason I'm getting on this ride. I'm kind of that way with Jurassic World. Uh, oh my gosh, Flight of Passage was absolutely incredible. Yeah, from the queue all the way to the ride experience, yeah. right? Like, I would actually have to say that Flight of Passage and Rise of the Resistance, it's kind of a toss-up as to which one is my favorite dark ride ever, just because they're so different from each other. But like, wow. I mean, they that that is really a home run. I can understand why it has like a three-hour standby queue wait at times. Dang! Like, just actually such a good ride. Everest was also new for me, uh, and that was all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how were the effects? There was the bird there, and uh, on the, the bird. Yeah, on the reverse track probably wasn't probably didn't see him. They normally have like a fake bird flying, but the effect has been. Oh uh, no, that it was working actually. Oh okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. Did you turn around to look at the the switch track? I did not. Yeah. But yeah, the honestly, I'm I'm always surprised by that reverse section. I was in like a middle row, so. Oh. I just kind of sat there, took in, the ride experience and. I was like, yay, another credit. <laughs> how did, how was the Yeti lighting? Um, nothing, it wasn't like, it was okay, it was just like, it was flashing. Like, it, is that how it should be? It was like, kind of like, Was it like a, flashing was lights. it like a really big, like, almost strobe lights, like you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'd say, strobe. Man, that's just like... I, I can't believe I'm one of the few people, like, few thousands of people that got to see that thing swing his big old arm in your face. Because that's, like, <laughs> that's the reason I have it so high still. Like, it's, like, yeah. and so many people haven't rode it that way and never will. God, it's just, uh. Like, is it so ass? Like, I rode it that way. It's so ass that way. But I know if for some reason they were to fix that, it would be up there again like that was such a different thing anyways after animal kingdom where'd you guys go oh we did epcot and then so we got back on cosmic rewind i got september for my ride Mm. and honestly it was it was so much better than i remembered from uh when i got the christmas overlay like i had such a great time i I told you the christmas overlay is meh like you gotta ride it when it's when it's actually have the regular overlay. Yeah. Is that the... Wait, so that was the only other time you rode Cosmic Rewind? Was without the Christmas? Yeah, that's the only... So I have three rides on it total. Two with the Christmas overlay and one I got September. Oh, okay. So yeah, the ride was definitely going to be better. <laughs> and yeah. he got... Uh, apparent... I didn't know there was a magic seat on it, but... Yes, row nine is the magic seat, one hundred percent. You'll so, you'll see, because I'm gonna make sure I ride it with you for your first time. So, so we'll see. there's no airtime though. Why would that be? Uh, don't say that. <laughs> don't don't. You'll see. You just have to ride it. You just gotta ride it. Trust me, bro. Cosmic rewind is elite. How the fuck? 
I've looked at that layout, no limits, like, real. That's insane. How the fuck do they add airtime into that shit? I wonder if it's gonna I be like the pipeline effect. I most definitely am standing up. Standing? Okay. Yes. Get, get out of here. I'll have to see the. I may also budget. bend the rules a little bit, but I'm definitely standing up and getting whipped around. So. Um. And after that, we did I we did magic, and Tron was very interesting. Yeah. So what does that? Exp well, I guess you didn't go through. Well, I guess what is the queue like? Because you did go through the queue after you finally got your time, but uh, I guess cause I know nothing about. Well, I know the Shanghai. I've stuck to the Shanghai version. I know that's very similar to. to um, this one. the pre-show was not very intricate or long. I mean, everything was like super like beautiful and like techy and stuff, but yeah, like because I'm really in. I wasn't. Tron. I wasn't really impressed by the pre-show. Yeah, I'm really into Tron. Like, I love the first movie. Legacy is so underrated, and yeah, I hear it's really not much involving in that in the slightest. Um, I think you're just supposed to be Tron riders, like light riders. Yeah, that's kind of like the gist that I got. I was but like, like the okay. ride experience was like very interesting in my opinion. Did you stand like the one video of people saying, "Do not do this"? Uh, Colin and I actually Superman posed the entire time, <laughs> and so like people in the midway were like pointing and stuff. But I thought it was I thought it was forceful. Not really. I got more positives than I did. Um, I didn't really get like there was, I don't really think there's like a lot of air time, but like I thought it was like pretty forceful and like it felt fast. I thought it was like a good ride. I have it a little, like if I were to rank it, I'd put it a little bit under Cosmic Rewind in terms of like that Disney. So where do you have Cosmic Rewind? Cosmic Rewind's like out of two twenty seven, it's like borderline top twenty five ish. So falls somewhere top probably 25? like my top falls somewhere probably like my top like forty I'd say okay okay top fifty okay you make it okay you made it sound like your cosmic rewind ride was like top twenty five like you're like underrated as hell coaster well Disney coasters are definitely not elite well yeah that that's people were, but... you were making it almost sound like it was elite almost. <laughs> yeah so that's why I was but now that makes everything you're saying makes much more sense like that's probably where I'm that's, some, that's where my expectations were for those rides wait so do you have Hagrid's over both of them oh wait I, I, I have to be right back real quick cause I missed my beard last time and I'm missing it this time in a little bit but yesterday I literally missed homie this so they didn't drop off my beer so I was like I am sad cuz I'm assuming it's because of its beer so they had to have someone uh, actually take yeah. it so yeah uh, yeah we were talking about where yeah do you have it better do you like it more than Hagrid's or no I think Hagrid's is still the best family coaster in the state. 
Definitely. It'd be Hagrid's Rewind, and then... Tron. It's funny because I'm actually curious where you're going to think about family coaster rankings after you go to Dollywood. Yes, I'm excited for Big Bear. Be not just Big Bear, man. <laughs> the family coaster collection there is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, you... So, okay. After that, you had to hit... I'm assuming you went to Space Mountain, because it was right there. Uh, we did both sides of Space Mountain before, actually. Okay. Tron was the second to last thing we did. We did Seven Dwarves last. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you did that last? <laughs> That's just how the cards fell. <laughs> Saving the worst for last, huh? Seven Dwarves worse? What? Wait, what did you think was the worst? I guess Barnstormer, because it's a family uh, Okay. I, I forget about Barnstormer, but I mean, out of all the themed ride roller coasters there, Seven Dwarves is definitely mid for like yeah. whatever weights it gets. I, and, thought it, I thought it was mid. And I'm just like, Big Thunder Mountain is just so much more superior and it just does what it does better. I don't know. It's longer. Why do they add this? <laughs> yeah, Big Thunder is definitely better. Yeah, what'd you think of uh, all the mountains, though? Well, I guess you didn't get on Splash Mountain, because, obviously. <laughs> Space Mountain was good. It had, like, a very weird ejector hill. It has jank and lats. I actually yeah. remember having lats. I don't know if it still does, but... I thought it was good. Uh, it was it was overall a good day. It was just uh, very tiring. We walked 17 miles. Oh, which, so. what did you think of Dinosaur? Um, I hear that's getting uh, dated. Ridiculous. <laughs> no, but I love how aggressive it is. So what did yeah, you it was think? Just like, I was just like, what is happening? I'm seeing, <laughs> I'm literally like, I can't see anything. And I'm just getting like thrown everywhere with only a belt. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love Dinosaur. I hear it's more aggressive than uh, Indiana Jones too, which I'm just like, oh, but yeah, I'm I'm afraid what they're gonna do with it because they haven't used that ride system. Would you say? Hopefully, I think hopefully they do not change it because I thought it was very good. Yeah, and I, I like the animatronics in it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I remember being able to see, but it could be like really dark now. I don't know. I hear people say they literally cannot see. <laughs> Yeah. It is so dark. Um So you got your You got your rides after a universal and you were just even just dead that day. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um good stuff. Man. I'm glad you're able to get all of that though. Yeah. And Clark Holland got it too because scare of him not getting it with whatever happened oh, yeah. before. The weather was like scared me. Oh, wait, but you know, you still need to get rock and roller coaster, but you're not pressed because does he have that? He does not. But oh. we'll definitely have to go back and get that. It was just still close to refurbishment. Right is okay. Foth clone. Uh, that's worse than five. 
is a five minute wait right now that means it's walk on oh, no, honestly that literally means it's walk on because that's how much time they take between the ops literally can't help myself but look at the wait times I should do that for Dollywood now oh also I love how you can go on your weather app and put in specifically parks I just love that yeah but I have that for all the parks I've been to I kind of use it as a way of like Showing that I've been to the park as well. But... Yeah. Let's see. Friday nights in July, Bush Tampa's open till 10. I'm gonna have to make some trips down there. Wow, the park's actually kinda, kinda busy. To be fair, a lot of people did just get out of out of uh, schools. Yeah. It's like, all right, let's go to the parks. We gotta sneak a Six Flags America visit too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They've got. Oh my gosh, their hours are so bad. <laughs> what? They don't. They don't start opening late until July. Uh, that park's closing soon. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Relocate everything to Frontier City. <laughs> no, I don't know if they'll even can relocate Superman. <laughs> and all those rides are like almost within their service life. So sad, man. I think honestly, I could I could see you being right. Like it's literally it's just gonna close. Like they're just slowly but surely sapping the life out of it. <laughs> It's like, yeah. Uh, you have to try exponentially hard to have a good day there. <laughs> and that should not be the case at a theme park. Maybe we should start getting to all the Six Flags parks before all of them start closing. No, I'm saying. Especially, like, I really do think within the next few years. We're going to see some. Uh, we're going to see, like, them just get rid of all of them besides the main like five or six yeah it's insane cause like they're not doing any like I don't think they're doing anything for the parks they're just throwing anything for the chain they uh, they're just rotting a lot of them are just rotting like I would say Six Miles America is literally just rotting I mean Rafar the new president he's doing what yeah. he can but like Yeah, I don't know. I just wish for the best, man. There's just so much potential. Waste the potential as well. Uh, so, was that everything from your neck of the woods on your trip? Yes. Then, I will start... I think I need to go through the photos first. Like, a look at them starting from there to help me boost my memories. Oh, alrighty. This park, uh, this place, 
uh, Pigeon Forge is just, um, let me start off with, uh, it's gorgeous. And I was there for three days, uh, shared a cabin with Black Coast Society, and such genuine and personal people, bro. Like, everyone is a character in the best way possible. Like, man, it is a coaster family. Um, super happy to have met them. But regardless, it was a lot of people's first times at Dollywood. So, we were, we were brand new. We were brand new. <laughs> but nah, uh, yeah, um, who was there before? I think Rel was the only one that was there before in pay. So, I get in and I'm literally, like, when I tell you I can't put my phone down the first lap or two when I'm going around this park, uh, like, this park is gorgeous. <laughs> it is so pretty. There's so much stuff going around. The kinetics are so cool. There's random, and this is why I was saying, there's just random shows and just people just walking around these lands that are added on, like they're characters of the lands. That are just added on to the experience. And I'm like, why the heck can Dollywood do this, but not Universal or Disney? <laughs> I'm like, this is... Wow, I, wow. Um, I cannot stop looking at this place. The staff is... I probably have to put it over Universal and Disney. I I don't know what they're paying them or what they are, what mission or who, what people they're getting, who they are recruiting, but the level of friendliness... Like, damn. You... They, I had, there was no bad interaction at all the entire weekend. Even Universal would have like one or two weird, like, not one bad interaction. And everyone was the most personable worker I have ever seen at a theme park. There were, like, even when things, like, there will be times at parks where things are going, things aren't smooth when they should be going smoothly. <laughs> at Dollywood. Even when things weren't going smoothly, it felt smooth. Like, everything felt like it was streamlined and, like, the issue was resolved and they knew exactly what to do. Yeah. Um, prime example, the first day for the, for the disability, we were, conf uh, it's basically, it was a completely different way of how it was done. Um, basically, the second day they were saying it was more closer to Universal's. But it was done a completely different way um, from the day before. So that's why we were, and we were confused and talking with the guy, uh, well, at least Will was, talking with the guy on, on on Lightning Rod about it. For And then at the end of the conversation, you know, the guy thinks, he's like, thank you for being respectful, you know, really understanding, helping us. And he got us on the next ride anyway. So I, I'm recording this because I forgot to talk about this story. Um, this is the main reason why, RC. Um... We were getting on lightning rod, and the train in front of us uh, had a child in it that was probably just above the requirements for riding. Maybe like 50, 52 inches. Yeah. Uh, he was with his mom, and he was bawling. He was not having, he was not having it. He was not, he did not want to get on. She was trying to calm him down and saying, you know, you got this. He was losing it. Then... One of the ride ops goes on over and kneels down and starts talking to him. 
Then another ride out. Goes over and kneels down and starts talking to him. And then, within a minute or two, all of the ride operators, even the main board operator, all like eight of them, are talking to the kid and giving him a pep talk. Trying to calm him down, trying to say, hey, you know, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. And at this point, we see this, and I, I'm almost damn near crying. I'm like, this is the cutest thing I have ever seen at a theme park. And then our group starts clapping, like, hey, you got this, man, you got this. And the whole station starts cheering for him. Then finally, they, like, after another minute, they calm him down. And then the main board up goes back on, and she says, putting it on slow mode, because he was afraid it was too fast. And I'm like, oh my, I'm like, they're, they're number one. Like, that's number one. Like, there's nothing beating that. I have never seen that anywhere at a park before. Wow. I'm like, they would have said at Disney Universal, hey, you know, you have parent swap, blah, 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 blah. You know, just to keep it going. But yeah, they wanted to be that. sure that kid got on and rode Lightning Rod. They wanted to be sure he got on. And he's going to remember that forever. Like, he's going to remember that. Yeah, that was that was the moment I was like, this is number one. <laughs> yeah, like that was number one. So I'm pissed I didn't I forgot about that in my recap, but uh but yeah. Uh and I was like and then we ended up talking to we resolved it the next day because she said, Oh, this is not Disney. <laughs> you get on whenever that's the time says you get on and you gotta wait that time. And uh, like as in like I gotta tell you about it later, but uh, that disability is ridiculous. <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, it, we thought universal disability was good, and now, that one was, now that one is kind of like, it's just okay compared to, like, Dollywood's. Like, oh man. Oof. Um. Yeah, um. The, the coaster collection. They're all so unique, and they're forced to because they're all in the terrain. Like, there is no, besides Mild Eagle, there's no cookie-cutter element really on any coaster here. Um, and I love it. I really do. Every area is so, like, you're so immersed. There's... The, <laughs> there's, a, there's times you're walking in, like, the Gripe Pass Landing Rod, and you're just seeing just all these shops and food areas and no rides you're just immersed into just the whole market and then let me just go over the food real quick cinnamon bread i literally brought a loaf home i finished it this morning um absolutely i don't know i'm not even i'm the person that thinks cinnamon bun and all that stuff is overrated i'm not a cinnamon and like icing person but that whatever dough or stuff they use there amazing absolutely amazing uh, they also have so many toppings. Like you have apple butter, you can get strawberry syrup, you can get, oh, oh, oh. Hmm. I also got some street tacos from the skillet. Which shoutouts to Mark from the Drunk Riders, who told me to check out. Oh man, they scaled them. Oh my god, that was the food there is insane insane bro and i'm like i can and it was i'm not gonna lie i hate to admit it it was better than i i, I guess at cedar fairs it's cedar fairs is good it's good it's not bad at all it's not bad at all 
but the fact that I'm paying five or six bucks less for food that is better than Cedar Fairs, oh my lord. <laughs> I was in heaven. <laughs> I was in heaven. <laughs> oh my god, just sitting looking at Fire Chaser go around, or Wild Eagle go around, or just... And then all the shows that they had randomly. I mean, some people might not be here for them, but I was I was fine with it. Just the Southern Gospel <laughs> that was all around the park. <laughs> and even some uh, bluegrass that was being played. Like, I, there was a banjo man that's... He was one of the characters that was... He played so many songs, man. It was, it was great. That, the atmosphere, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, you can't beat it. Now the coasters. Um, let me just get out of the way with the family coasters. This has one of the best family coaster collections in the States. I can't say if it's the best yet. I need to get it tomorrow, but it's definitely up there, in my opinion. Because you got, obviously, new Big Bear Mountain, which I'll get to more in a bit. But let me just say, Fire Tracer surprised the hell out of me. And what's the other one? A mystery mine in the back is quirky but fun. If you're out in the front, you are just getting headbanged to hell. Um. Otherwise, there are such you. They're so beautiful to look at, and just being on them, like you're in the mountains. Everything seems so much taller than what they should be. <laughs> um, fire chaser. That reverse section, I was really shocked. It had like a random, depending on where you're sitting. Like you're just like have this random like hanging floater on the last drop and then you get ejector on the actual last drop it was insane um that's a con that's a, that's a fun little coaster big bear mountain would probably be my favorite family coaster if it had the same level of theming as hagrid's i prefer the ride experience i'm not gonna lie that ride experience is much better in fact I want to almost, uh, almost want to like give them a round of applause of a Como for that, because it is whippy, but not too whippy. You get floater, but it's literally like small pops, like really small, like little pops. So it's not too much for older people, but it's still funny. Like, oh okay, the launches are good, and yeah. I was shocked by how long that is. Like, even if I waited 45 minutes to an hour, I would feel satisfied. Because it is such a long ride that just keeps going and going. The second half has positives in the helixes. And you get off and you're like, wow. That was a little punchy ride. That was that was great. That was, that was great. A lot of... I got off thinking out so many parks would benefit in the family coaster department from that model. That, it doesn't need to be as long. But that model alone, I don't know if they can add chain lifts either, but that was great. That, that was that was great. Now on to uh, more of the thrills. Let me just get out of the way of Mild Eagle. Um, yeah, Ro was trying to say, yeah, this is better than Gatekeeper, man. This is better than Gatekeeper. I'm like, this is like Gatekeeper's first half. And then it ends. Like, it's pretty intense, but, like... It me Like, literally after... The third inversion and then the airtime hill... It meanders. And I hate it when coasters do that. 
I'm like, this is wasted track. <laughs> just meandering around for like the whole like last 1,200 feet of track, and the ride isn't that long anyway. So I'm like, bro, it's pretty mid for me. It was pretty mid. Uh, Tennessee tornado. If this had a second half, because this ride literally only has a first half, because Dollywood ran out of money when Arrow was building it or developing it. Uh, if this had a second half, this would be top thirty worthy, for sure. Put every put any sort of pre like any sort of like assumptions you have about era loopers before yeah this is damn near glass smooth it's like it feels like a b&m but no head banging at all <laughs> it's smooth than some b&ms um wow and the forces for well, first off the first drop is low-key underrated you were out of your seat the entire time with floater really good uh and it's also because you get a, a pretty big pre-drop like, you go, like, you start at least close to 20 miles an hour before you start shredding down the drop. Really good. Uh, but then you fall out of a tunnel into the weirdest-shaped loop. Like it, like, it looks weird. It looks wider than it should be. Like, it's really warped. But regardless, you get crazy hang time and then positives at the bottom. But then an overbank, which is decent. And then a loop into a dive loop that goes right into the brake run. But... That loop, that valley at the end of that second loop, you, uh, I have almost grayed out every single time. And then you fling into the brake run and you're like, why is the ride over? <laughs> this is the first half of a coaster. So unfortunate. Interesting. Uh, but it... It was very good. I got multiple rides because I'm like, I can't believe this is an arrow. And this is the, la the very last coaster they made before, obviously, their, their bankruptcy. So that was nice to get on. But let me get the elephants out of the room. Actually, where is Tennessee Tornado sitting right now? I'm curious. I'll, I'll, I'll do the top four. I'll, I'll rank those for you. So... <clears throat> Big Bear Mountain is sitting at 36, right underneath Hagrid's, which is at 35. The Tennessee Tornado is sitting right above Hagrid's at 34. Hmm. But, Lightning Rod, the first ride or two, I was underwhelmed. I was like, this ride, uh, like, I literally would get room decent, and then the launch hill would staple me. Like, okay. Like, staple me. Like, I'm like, that's kind of cool that it's that forceful, but that's not cool for the rest of the ride. My shins hurt. Then, I hold it up on the chain level. Alright, cool. And I get, I get, I'm out of my seat the entire second drop, the actual drop. Pre-drop doesn't really do anything. Um, but the second one's pretty good. You're out the entire time. But then, each valley has, like, potholes. 
It, it, it rattles to the point where your restraint will just push itself down anyway. Um, and I have bony legs, so it's just like... <laughs> that will hinder to an extent, but regardless, when I dig a room and like held up the entire time, put my hands up, that wave turn is awesome. It's awesome. It's cool because you like dive down into more of the terrain, so it's almost like you're getting a drop while you're still on the wave turn. Uh, very cool. Uh, then you get the worst pothole, for sure, is after that. Then the Twist and Shout. It's like a slow version of Gwazi. <laughs> it's like a slow, almost like a... There's definitely ejector, but it's almost like you're taking it at a much slower pace. You're not just blitzing through it. You're kind of like... You're kind of just going through it at a moderate pace. Then there's one part that reminded me of Phantom's Revenge, and is honestly one of my favorite parts of the ride. It like It's like hugging the ground, and then it just... You see it go up, like, with the terrain, and then it just dives, banked, like, to the left. Like, it's almost, and then you just get yeeted with the ejector out of nowhere. But it's still hugging the, still hugging the terrain. I love that part. That part was sick. Then, obviously, the aforementioned quad down. Um, every other element, after I got more rides, hit more. Then the quad down at its peak. So basically when I rode the ride at its peak when it was the hottest. And then on my 6th ride or 7th ride. Every other element besides the finale which is the quad down. Hit harder. And that kind of disappointed me. Um, I was expecting crazy ejector there. And it really is not. Um, That's probably the weakest ejector on the ride is the quad down. Um, you you the speed you get at the very bottom is very very sick, like that that's that's what makes the element for me, is you're like I can't believe I'm gaining speed while getting airtime like this, and then by the bottom of it you're like, literally flying through the layout. But yeah, the airtime at the very end does more for me, when you fly into the break run like that that's a good airtime moment, and does more than any of the quad down bunny holes. So yeah, like when you see that element, you think and you look at it like, "Ooh, this is it's gonna be it." Yeah, I uh, I almost looked at that like a like it definitely has airtime, but it's more of the build up into the speed at the bottom of the valley, and you're like, "Holy crap, we're going really fast." I I don't know how I would have rode back then. Obviously, it was probably more insane back then. The whole ride probably was more insane back then. But at least when I wrote it this past weekend, Quad Down was a letdown <laughs> in that aspect of insanity. Overall, getting eight rides, that ride is fantastic. That ride is really one of a kind, and I love the fact that it, the way it uses its terrain, maybe a bit short, maybe I could have used a little bit more, but overall... I can definitely see why people have that as the best at Dollywood. But for me, I have that at number 13 at the moment. Which is, funny enough, just under Thunderbolt. Or just above Thunderbolt, sorry. And just under El Toro. Interesting. But the real gem of the park... 
through a winner. It's Thunderhead. Thunderhead. Let me get out of the way. I know it's going to move probably as soon as I get some of these creds this coming up week. But it's top 10 right now. I hope that Legend, you find a Legend to be better. Because, oh my god. Talk about Relentless. Oh my god. Like, airtime, laterals, whippiness, positives. You got it. <laughs> I It took me four to five rides to really comprehend and remember the layout. <laughs> it is so twisty and whippy and like I am there's there's parts on the lats I'm literally bent over on the left or right like a clam. <laughs> like, like I I'm actually going to send you the photo, like the photo, the photo shoot on the ride. They catch it to where you go through like a dip and then you get floater and then there's a you get laterals right at the very end <laughs> of the bottom of it. Um, it I can show you where it shows me literally just slamming to the side of my seat every on <laughs> one of the pictures. I have to send it to you after, but insane ride, insane. Uh. Is it's a full package. It does it does it all. Wow. Um Yeah, that was the out of control experience I was wanting from Lightning Rod. And I didn't necessarily get. Um Yeah, that ride is incredible. Um and the fact there is no merch for it besides a nano coaster is criminal. It's criminal. Right now it has a the same weight as Lightning Rod in the park. I just checked. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, Lightning Rod has two trains now again, but so Lightning Rod probably would have had um, sixty to seventy-five minute wait. But regardless, yeah, that ride is fantastic. It it is a quintessential wooden coaster. Like I, when I saw people have that high, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh man, I get it. And I could see this being high, like top three for a while. You know, even when I get it really high of the coaster count. I could see being a top Woody for uh, a good time, is all. And get out there. That Those retracks did it wonders. I didn't ride it before the first time I rode it. So I had no preconceived notions of what the experience was going to be like. And plus, I like Woody's anyway. But that was insane. I I almost didn't get rides on the last day. And literally, they were testing it, and it got stuck on the chain lift twice. And then it got clo- it was closed the entire day until, like, we were about to leave. So. Yeah, I... And that's when I confirmed, like... And honestly, I think row 11 is better than row 12 on that ride. Interesting. I think that is the magic seat, but... Everything about it is, uh All right, so I, I can't wait to see what you think of it. I I know people still have, and I still think I will have Mystic over once I get there. But does Mystic have as many laterals as? Does it does it focus on laterals or is it mostly air time? 
Mystic's a lot of ejector, in my opinion. Hmm. Not really laterals? Both? Lateral airtime? Yeah. Yeah. Because the banked helixes, the, the turns on Thunderhead, the laterals were punishing at moments. <laughs> they were, you were folded. Like, there was no way you were not pinned to the side of yours on the side of the sea of the train. Hmm. Wow. It, it was phenomenal. So, overall, little tidbits we did Alpine coasters as well. I got three of them. I got Rocky Top, which is right outside of Dollywood. And I got Alpine. And lastly, I got Goats on a Roof, which. I think I liked Alpine the most, just slightly, over Goats on a Roof, even though they're both really close. Uh, they're fun. You know, they're fun to do when you're in the area. Uh, Rocky Top was, it's the longest one, but it is definitely the most mid. That one was not that great. You have like seven or eight chain lifts. <laughs> and Alpine chain lifts are already long, and it's like they hold the record for the world's longest, and like that's why. They just decided to extend the layout when they didn't need to extend the layout so they go like you go like 400 feet and then it tells you to stop again and you're going up another chain lift because <laughs> they need to pull you up another hill yeah that one was no bueno but goats on a roof just for the novelty i mean there were moments where i was like holy crap i need to slow <laughs> like my instinct was telling me to slow down just the sights of seeing like if anything were to happen bad i would be flung and probably dead but uh that was really cool. Alpine had a lot of moments like that. You're like, this that is so much overgrowth. And I do not know how deep that is. <laughs> and you're just looking right over the edge. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. And you're flying through it. Um Yeah, we were trying to time it too, because when we went to Alpine, it was kind of busy. There was like at least at least group wise. Like we just came out at a wrong time where like two different pretty big groups were together. And we didn't know how they would react. Good thing we did wait because we saw one of them literally holding up like a group of eight people. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it just we want to make sure we could fly as much as we could on those things because like it's eighteen dollars for two of them. Like Rocky Top is eighteen, yeah, and Alpine is eighteen. A Rocky Top, just so I'm pretty sure they'll have this because it's. Did you just sneeze? Oh, uh. so did you just sneeze? Oh. oh, cough, my bad. Oh, yeah, I forgot you <clears throat> uh, But for anyone that goes down, I'm pretty sure they'll be doing this still because they're not making it apparent. Uh, the closest one to the park, Dollywood, Rocky, uh, Rocky Top, Alpine Mountain Coaster, is uh, they have, if you have any sort of admission, so it could be a ticket all the way to a pass, if you show it to them, they'll take $4 off your ride, which is good because these are almost 20 bucks. Like, Alpine was 18 Rocky Top was 18 but you can get $4 off. And Goats was the cheapest, and that was 14 But that was one of the more fun ones, so. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, we didn't do any of the Gatlinburg ones yet. We're going to save all those for the next trip we go. 
But yeah, that's uh, easy. Just moving up eight or ten credits just to uh, get on some Alpine coasters, honestly. And it's not like they're bad either. The only one that was really bad was Rocky Top. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that area was beautiful. I cannot wait to go back. The, everyone there is so friendly. From the from the staff, from the Alpine coasters, and even to the people in the park, like just the guests that I'll be talking to. Just that area is so friendly. I yeah, I cannot wait to go back. I cannot wait for you to experience that yourself. And and they're opening up Bucky's. Did you see that on my story? Yeah, June twenty sixth. Man. Yep, that's all I can really say. Now, it's I've said all my thoughts. Uh, get out there if you haven't. You will not be. Yeah, you will not be disappointed. You really, it really. Unless for some reason, something happens with Elrod again, you will not be disappointed. Like, that park is fantastic. And now I cannot wait to go to Silverado City, another Hershey park. Which a lot of people say nails the whole shtick better. Who knows? Uh, so, is that, is that everything we have here? Yes. Oof. It was a doozy. I need some orange juice. Yeah, I need some water and food. Because my throat is dry and I'm starving. You had a drive to make. Yep. <sighs> Literally right after this, I am making the drive, so... Guys, you'll be hearing what uh, my thoughts are from Carowinds. Uh, and... And... Holiday. Holiday. And... Kentucky Kingdom. Yeah, it's gonna be insane. We're going with... All the homies... I'm not going to be at Hollywood Nights, but I'll be able to, I'll just be at Holiday World for the first time, man. So it's like... I think a lot of people are just going. Like, they're... Yeah. I mean, it's a limited event. Like, how many people could just be going just for that event? Like, if that were the case, then... I'm not even impressed because I'm getting rides... I'm getting basically ERT during the day. <laughs> yeah. If that were to happen, I doubt it, but... Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff's going on. The next cat's going to be another doozy. It's, it's Prime... Prime time. It is coaster season. We're finally here. And yeah, I'm excited to see what happens, man. It's not to see what goes on. If you guys enjoyed this, go ahead and follow us for episode seven at the High Rollers DMV. Seven. Oh, 17. I didn't just finish it. <laughs> I thought this was 16. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I just didn't. Fin I, I did not finish in my brain. I didn't put teen for some reason. Oh. <laughs> yeah, episode Follow seven. For episode 17 next time. Yeah. Yeah, catch us. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to restart it now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and follow us at the High Rollers DMV. If you want to catch us on our socials, uh, where we'll post about episode 17 and all and so on. Oh, uh, I cannot speak. I need food. And so on and so forth. Uh, go ahead and follow our socials. The Cowboys DMV. Uh, that's the main one. 
And mine, West, is at West Tower Coasters. And you can catch me at Old Mine Airtime. And if you want to watch this cast the video with a, or if just have, want to add a playlist there, or listen to it there, go ahead and look up my YouTube, West Tower. Uh, and you should find all the casts all the way from here to episode one. And vice versa, if you found us on YouTube and want to listen on Spotify, just look up The High Rollers on most podcast uh, services and you should find us. So, catch y'all next time. We got more craziness to talk about. It's going to be insane. Oh, wait, last a bit. Aaron will be with us on uh, Carowinds as well, so. Oh, nice. So that's going to be fun as well. Nice. Yeah, he decided to stop by. So well, that's going to be cool, too, talking about all that. We got insane just trip reports coming. Stay tuned, y'all. Stay Peace tuned. Out. Peace.